Hey everybody, I'm Teresafine Millies, and this is Ninth Arcana. Today we're talking about The Hanged Man. This card particularly is really interesting. I've seen a lot of writing about it. It's the 12th Arcana, which means it's the 12th major in the set of 21 majors. It features a man hanging upside down by his right foot with a totally unbothered look on his face. In the 350-page book, 78 Degrees of Wisdom, the hanged man is mentioned on page 3, which is the first page of the introduction. And it's mentioned because it's a great example of the unproven hidden meanings within each card. The first deck that looked like a tarot deck was commissioned by the Visconti family in Italy in 1440. This deck called this card the traitor. Let's look at the cards. The Aquarius and the Waitsmith. The card itself is a man hanging by his right foot, left foot behind. His arms are behind him with his elbows out. And he's hanging from a tree shaped like a T that looks a lot like a really big wand. In the Aquarius, he's wearing a pink and purple tunic, which is the color of the universe. Pink is the highest of vibes. He's got on red pants, which is power, and yellow shoes, confidence. It's the same way in the Waitsmith, only he's got a blue shirt on, which is expression and voice. Lastly, he has a big yellow orb behind his head in both cards. This is enlightenment. He is enlightened. He's so full of light that it's radiating out of him. It's a halo from a Baroque painting. He's expressionless, looking right at me. There's nothing in the background. It's simple and it's straightforward. This is what it is. On the Morgan deck, we see basically the same picture. It's not very different. This time he's hanging by his left foot, which is different and significant. The left side of the body is said to be the passive side. It's the intuitive side, the receiving side. If you're into the gendering of energies, it's the feminine side. The right is the masculine side. It's the giving, the action. It's active. Masculine and feminine energies come from one single thing as far as I can tell. The man gives the sperm, the woman receives it. Active, passive. Saying masculine and feminine energy, I understand that it's kind of shorthand because people get what it means, but it's old and I'm really ready to find a different way. I'm using passive and active. Anyway, he's hanging by his receiving foot. In the other decks, he was hanging by his giving foot. And in this one, he doesn't have a halo. He's not transcending. He's not mad, but this really feels more like defiance than acceptance. The other differences in this card, there's two pillars. It's not one tree in a T where it goes up the center and comes out. It's two trees on the left and the right with a connector. That means something by itself. The two trees reminds me of the two pillars in the moon card that we did last week. It's about you can't go around. You can't escape this. You have to follow the path. You can only go through the doorway. The mythic tarot has what looks like Jesus laying against a rock with a hawk. This is punishment. Jesus was nailed to a cross as punishment, even though he didn't do anything wrong. He was just saying some real shit, and the Romans didn't like it. So they 
strung him up and killed him and that became his destiny. So maybe this has to do with destiny. This has to do with enlightenment. Um, it may not even be Jesus. I didn't read the guidebook, but this feels much more difficult and painful and he's not looking at me. He is in himself and he is in his martyrdom and his pain. In the wild unknown, we have a hanging bat. It's great. It's obvious. It's perfect. Bats are magical. They're mostly harmless and universally feared. People are terrified of bats. They're also completely comfortable upside down. They sleep this way, in caves within the earth. They're safe and they're concealed. I don't know if their mythology has anything to do with enlightenment, but the fact that they're like spiders, they're Halloween animals, it makes me feel like they're subconscious. It's things that we're afraid of that we don't know why we're afraid of them. Everybody's weirded out by bats and spiders. It's just deep within us. But you can see them as gentle and smart and really amazing creatures if you change your perspective and if you look in a new way. The line strider. We've got a totally different vibe here than the bat. We have a tiger. He's hanging by his right foot. He is all blue, which is all expression. He looks scared, not at ease at all. Claws are curled up, the tail is between his legs. It looks like he's in trouble. The orb behind his head is gray. It feels like the moon instead of the sun and enlightenment. Maybe this is his dark night of the soul. Maybe it's that part of enlightenment. I feel bad for the kitty. The holly simple is a demon hanging by a large branch on a magic tree. The Waitsmith imagery is intact here. The legs and the arms, the horns make me feel like he's not been the most fair or the most loving guy. He's not a human being. Demons are a magical creature. Whether you believe in actual demons or not, they're not human, they're a creature. So their whole mythology is within something that is unknown. It's something that's buried Demons from hell is in the earth, it's in caves, it's bat-like. But if you just think of them as magical creatures like gnomes or fairies or vampires or werewolves or whether it's an imaginary friend or a terrifying creature, they don't exist in our realm. So this thing is not existing in our realm. He is just like the rest of her tarot. It doesn't really exist in our realm. He's hanging from a tree that has a pentacle as a third eye. Arthur Waite used pentacles as the instead of a coin because he wanted earth to encompass magic too. It is the symbol of magic. And I say that because this card is showing that you are not in a normal place. This is a place of pain of I mean that hurts whether he looks like he's in pain or not. We don't know how long he's been hanging there. But he's not fighting it. His arms are relaxed. His leg that isn't tied up is relaxed. He's fine. Maybe it's possible that this demon is seeing a new perspective, that he's going to turn around, that he's going to be like Ted Danson from The Good Place at the end. Spoiler, maybe. I don't know. You've seen the show. I'm sure you've seen the show. This card is magical as fuck. Another card that is magical as fuck is the Lunasoul. Lunasoul is, again, the most complete, most perfect allegory of what I see as this card. We've got two trees, just like the pillars in the Morgan Greer, just like the moon card. There's only one path. You can't stray from it. 
The left side, the intuitive side, has a bat. It's unknown. It's darkness. The right side has a dove, which is love and peace. That's the action side. It's telling you to actively love and be loved. This card is called the hanged one. This could be a male or female. It could be neither. They are looking at the bat, looking into the unknown, moving to the known, from fear to love. They have a large halo. They're the only one without yellow shoes. Their shoes are purple, which is the color of mysticism. There is water under the head, showing emotion and feeling. This is a transition. This is a thing to endure, and they will. So if the artist in 1440 called this card the traitor, let's think about that. The hanged man is the traitor. He's denouncing the illusion of his life. He's giving up material and mundane or being forced to give up material and mundane for enlightenment. Or at the very least, a new perspective, the reverse. When you were a kid, I know when I was a kid, I would hang upside down on the bed and just look at everything and everything looked completely different. My best friend and I, when we were in high school, we used to lay on the bed in opposite directions and stare at each other's faces. And we were convinced that we did not know the other one until we closed our eyes and we could see their face right side up and open them and look at them upside down. One of the arguments is that St. Peter was crucified upside down, that he was executed upside down. That's something that happened, but it's not what this feels like. Odin hung from the world tree for nine days to achieve enlightenment. That's what this feels like. The world tree is a tree that begins in the underworld, which is the unconscious. It goes through the physical world, which is consciousness, and right up into heaven, which is super consciousness. In the card, the man is calm. He's not fighting. He isn't trying to change anything. He's not trying to prove a point. He's not planning or crossing off to-do lists. He's let go. He's accepted his situation. He's strung up, but in his mind he's released because he has let go of expectation and he's accepted his circumstances. The man is learning who he is because this new perspective allows him to see himself clearly. And what is enlightenment? It's the highest truth. It's the most we can ever know. And the most that we can ever know is ourselves, is within ourselves. And don't forget, this is the 21st card. If you're starting at zero, you have been through some shit at this point. You've tried what everybody else wanted you to do. You've done what was expected of you. You've worried about what everybody thinks of you. And it didn't work. And you're done living for other people's acceptance. You're just going to hang there, see what you can see, get as much as you possibly can out of it. If it's painful, okay, let it be painful. Pain will go away. Your foot's going to go numb. Somebody is eventually going to let you down because there's a 22nd card. The journey continues. The only freedom that we have is within our own mind. The only thing that we can do is gain knowledge and accept it. You can't change anything. You can't change anyone. No matter your circumstances, you can learn about yourself. And you can learn about your triggers and who you are and what you need and how to go about getting those things. And you can stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. You're a traitor. Be a traitor.
That's the hangman. I didn't know all that was in there. This is my card. Next week, I don't know what we're doing because my cards aren't anywhere near me, but we're going to do another card next Wednesday or Friday or whatever day's next. You can catch me on Wednesdays and Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram, Ninth Arcana Podcast. Drop me a line, ask me a question, tell me what you're thinking, and I'll tell you what I'm thinking, obviously. Okay, thanks. Bye. Ninth Arcana is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Teresa Fien Millies. Thank you for listening. <laughs>